What's up, guys? Happy Sunday. Welcome to the latest edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralt here on bettingpros.com. Always being brought to you by BetMGM. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt, or you can follow Betting Pros on Twitter at Betting Pros NFL. Okay, so a two and one day yesterday on the podcast plays, one and one on the podcast uh, on the prop bets. Kyrie comes in and then Bam Adebayo did not play well. I don't know what was up with that. Bam and Jimmy Butler. I had a personal play on the on the Heat to win the game, to win game one. We had the bet we gave out last night about the Heat to win the series. It would have been great to steal game one, but game one goes to overtime. Jimmy and Bam played really poorly. The Bucks shot the ball really poorly. Giannis didn't play all that great either, so it wasn't a great start for either of the superstars for either team, but I did like what I saw out of Miami. That's going to be a dogfight of a series, and I probably will come on back with a money line play on the Heat in game two, and maybe it burns me, but... I just I don't like this Bucks team. I got a couple of friends of mine who are really big for fans of the Bucks, and they think I'm an, I'm just a hater of Giannis and a hater of Milwaukee. I'm not really a hater. I just I like Miami better. I mean, I watch that Miami roster, and I'm incredibly jealous of what Pat Ryan, uh, uh, what, what Pat Riley, and that front office for Miami built because Boston's roster is a mess. And Miami's roster is a thing of beauty. And even though Boston hung around for three quarters or so against the Brooklyn Nets, I, I, I laid the eight with Brooklyn there. And that came through in cash. The over, unfortunately, did not. And that was kind of the theme of yesterday. Unders, unders, unders. I kind of think it continues today. I think at the time of taping, Portland and, and Denver are on pace to go over. But for the most part, it was a grinder of a game in game number one. And I think there's a real potential for that to happen again here today uh, for the NBA games going today. So winning day yesterday, which we will always take. I had a slight winning day overall for myself. I had a bunch of different things coming through. Rob Font looks phenomenal, man. The New England cartel comes through Calvin Cater and that club that now trains in Haverhill just next to my hometown of Andover, Massachusetts. A huge win. Dominated Cody Garbrandt. Look, the exact, I, you know, I don't always handicap fights right on, but I, I did on that one. Cody Garbrandt is a tremendous talent. I love the kid. He's all heart. He's 29 years old, but post COVID, you could tell he did not have the same win that you would normally have. He had a really, really rough run with COVID with blood clots and pneumonia, and he had some lasting issues from COVID-19. And, and as somebody who has gone through that and was in the hospital, you know, a month and a half after recovering from COVID, your body is changed when you go through that battle. And it takes some time and it took me some time. It'll take him some time. I'm sure he'll look better in his next fight. But for Rob Font, that's just a monster win. So incredibly skilled on the feet. Good job keeping himself up the final three rounds, not getting taken down by Cody Garbrandt, but just beautiful boxing. One, two, being patient, not being overly excited, not taking the bait when Garbrandt wanted to get into a firefight. And look, I had a personal play on a KO, and I thought a couple of times he may have been able to attack him, but he was nervous about that counter-striking ability from Cody with what Cody wanted. He wanted Rob to go kind of crazy, you know, throw four, four, five, or six or straight punches and then get clipped. And Rob didn't take it. He was content with just piecing him up and throwing him, you know, one to ones and twos and winning the fight on the feet and winning rounds and stacking rounds and winning it unanimously and getting us a win there on the money line at minus 120. So that was nice to see that kink to come in. So we got that uh, and we got the under in the Islanders game. That was a sweat and a half, man. Jeez, uh, that that's what can happen when you bet unders and the referees 
call, you know, a lot of penalties and power plays happen and and the Islanders were playing and totally content and winning that game two nothing. And then they got a bunch of power play opportunities that scored two goals. Pittsburgh scored one back late. So we get there thanks to the hook going five and a half under and we got that right. So two and one there. One and one, basically, it was minus one hundred five on the Kyrie prop, so we paid a little juice there with the loss in the other one. But overall, an up day for us here on a Saturday. So we head into Sunday and we have a chance to bet some more basketball. I do have a hockey play for you today that is only if you have bet the St. Louis Blues to get swept. I'll explain that here in just one second. And then I got a golf bet. I had two people on Instagram at sports talk. Matt is Twitter, Instagram. It's everything discord. It's it's everything. But DM me and say, hey, it's a major. You have to have at least one bet going. So I have like the safest of safe bets going. It's kind of an embarrassing bet. It's heavy juice. But I've been so bad that I'm going to bet it and just hope that I cash because I'm not going to win much money doing it. But I just I found a head to head that I was after. I told you guys in the discord channel that I was going to fade Phil in the final round. I'm going to fade Phil in the final round. I'll explain that here in just one second. But let's start in hockey and let's start with St. Louis. Okay, so the Blues are plus 192 on the money line to beat the Colorado Avalanche. I don't need to handicap this too much. Okay, so we have a 20. We we have a a quarter unit bet uh, going on. The Avalanche to sweep at plus 385. You could have gotten it as high as plus four, uh, 405, I think was the highest that I saw it. So basically a four to one return. Okay. So a quarter unit, four to one return. That's if Colorado wins. All right. So as I said, we're going to hedge off of this and we're going to say, okay, if St. Louis wins and keeps themselves alive, we're going to guarantee a profit. So I'm going to come back with a quarter unit bet again here at plus 192. So I'm going to double our wager. We're going to come up and win a half a unit on if St. Louis wins, or we're going to win a a full unit if, if Colorado wins and they sweep. So basically, we've just guaranteed ourselves a profit. It doesn't matter who wins. We've guaranteed to come in and cash and win some money. Okay. We'll give back the quarter unit betting on Colorado, obviously, if they lose. But we will if, if they win, we'll give a quarter unit there for the St. Louis Blues to not win, which I'm comfortable doing. So we're either up three quarters of a unit or we're going to be up half a unit. So I'm fine with that. And so that's how we're going to roll here for St. Louis against Colorado. I don't need to handicap it much more than that. If you haven't bet this the future wager that I gave out, if you didn't follow it or trail it, I don't know if I'd bet St. Louis. I think you probably should just bet Colorado, but you know, that's kind of where I am here for hockey. I will have some personal plays later during the day that I'll tell you guys about on the discord channel, but for the official play for the podcast, it is St. Louis on the money line at plus plus one ninety two. Okay. But again, that's a hedge off of the initial wager, the future wager for Colorado to sweep. I told you guys, we're going to do that. We've got the three Oh lead. And now we have a chance to come back here and make that bet. So I made that bet tonight or today uh, for today. And that's my only official hockey play going for today. Okay. Two plays I want to get into here for the NBA. And let's start with the New York Knicks taking on the Atlanta Hawks. Did you guys watch the Islanders game? If you watched the Islanders game, you saw a, for the first time, and it warmed my heart to see this, but for the first time in a really long time, the crowd was there and impacted the actual game. Pittsburgh didn't know what the hell was going on. Pittsburgh was stunned. 
that Islander crowd was in their face. They were loud. They were instrumental in turning the tide. And it just, it was a, basically an avalanche just fell on top of the Pittsburgh Penguins. They didn't know what to do with it. I'm thinking that's going to happen with the New York Knicks back in the postseason in the first half. MSG is going to be absolutely bonkers, just extremely loud. I think Atlanta could wind up winning game one, but I think in the first half, given how well the New York Knicks have played, and we're only laying a half a point here at minus 110, to take the Knicks in the first half officially, I think is a good bet. And if you look at the way the Knicks have played in the first half, it's been really incredible. They're number one in the NBA scoring defense in the first quarter. They're number three in the NBA for scoring defense in the in the third quarter. Atlanta is only 14th and 15th in the first and second quarter when it comes to scoring. New York's not great when it comes to scoring, but they're still, you know, in the second quarter, they're 20th. They do turn it on a little bit there. I, I, I know Atlanta's going to be as equally fired up as in the Knicks. I just think that home crowd environment at MSG in the first quarter, how electric that's going to be. I don't know. I think those young Hawk players might take a quarter or two to get their wits about them. And I think New York comes out and takes a lead. That's all we need is a one-point lead into halftime for the New York Knicks. Now, look, the Knicks have been very good in the first half. We've been betting this a lot, but this is the playoffs, so you can just take all the records, throw them out the window. I'm making this play because of where the game's being played at MSG. That's why. I think the Knicks have a one-point lead going into the half. We're laying the half a point, the half a unit. Knicks, first half to be leading minus half a point against Atlanta, play number one in the NBA. Play number two in the NBA, Lakers and the Suns. I'm probably going to be on the Suns myself, laying two and a half points here, okay? I'll probably be there. Not there yet. What I want to look at is the total. So the Lakers are 28-44-1 to the over. Now Phoenix, 42-30 and to the over, 4-1 and over the last five to the over, 9-1 and over the last 10 to the over. Phoenix has been a, a darling for betting on the over. Lakers two and three over the last five. Last two games have gone under. Last 10, four, five, and one. Do you think the Lakers, after what happened against the Golden State Warriors, I know we're not going to see the same type of output and non-output, if you will, from you know, guys who are going to be able to put the ball in the basket, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and whatnot. However, the Lakers play extremely slow. They are a slow, slow team, and it really, it just factors into the under quite a bit. And I know their games against Houston and Indiana went over, but, you know, taking on the Knicks, three of the last five have gone under, like we mentioned. And I just think this Laker team is not interested in really running up and down. When the total was 223 and the game was at at Phoenix, it wound up being, oh, sorry, last time that was against Portland. Sorry, against Phoenix at Staples Center. The total was 217. And it went over by 16 points, a 123-110 win for the Lakers. So, but this is the playoffs. And this is where they grind every possession. And this is when they just take care of the basketball. When they played, when the Lakers played at Phoenix the last time, total was 217 and it went under by 12 points. So again, I'm not saying just because, just because it happened then, it's going to happen now. I just think the Lakers are going to grind every possession. The total is 213. It's a low total. I'm going under 
Lakers and the Suns. After what I saw yesterday in the first game, I'm expecting the Lakers to take the air out of the basketball and walk it up the court consistently, not allow the Phoenix crowd to get into it and to be too loud and just play defense and try to stop Chris Paul and company from scoring a whole lot and running a whole lot, trying to take the ball out of Booker's hands and whatnot. So under Lakers, Suns, 213 for a half a unit. Okay, so we have a quarter unit only in, if you end up betting the, the future wager for St. Louis money line blues Knicks first half under uh, first half laying half a point for a half a unit and Lakers Suns under 213 for a half a unit. Now, if you haven't bet that St. Louis bet, you're going to be like, well, Matt, I need a third bet. OK, well, here's a third wager. OK, Brooks Kepka. I found this at Circus Sports. It's for the fourth round only. Phil has a one-stroke lead over Brooks Kepka. Okay, somebody else might win this darn thing, but I'm just taking Phil versus Brooks. Okay, Brooks Kepka, who has shot a 69, 71, 70. Phil Mickelson, who has shot a 70, 69, 70. These two dudes are going to come down the stretch in South Carolina for the PGA Championship. Maybe Louie, maybe somebody else, maybe Bryson. I don't know. Maybe somebody throws up a crazy round and they wind up winning this tournament. But I'm just going to go Phil versus Brooks. This should be at your book. Okay. I'm not positive every book's got it. Circa in Vegas had it. Brooks Kepka over Phil Mickelson is minus 195. All right. This is crazy to lay this. It's incredible juice, but I think Brooks is the better golfer here. I think Brooks is playing better. I think Brooks has more talent. I don't see Phil winning this thing, even though it would be really fun to see Mickelson win this thing. I actually think Mickelson might have a really rough Sunday, to be quite honest. I think Brooks could be right there to win the thing. He's plus 150 to win it. Maybe you want to throw you know, a flyer on Brooks to win the thing. But I'm just going to lay a half a unit at minus 195. I fully understand we're not winning very much money here on this bet, but I'm so bad at golf. And you guys wanted a golf bet. So here's my golf bet for the PGA. Brooks Kepka over Phil Mickelson, fourth round only. Phil at seven under, Brooks at six under. I need Brooks to finish ahead of Phil here. Shoot a better round for Sunday. And we cash our wager at minus 195. I think I laid a minus 180 in golf like didn't I do that like a week ago or two weeks ago when I lost? So like, and that was, I laid a full unit that time. Right. So like I've been so bad in golf, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you that like, Hey, go run out and bet this for sure. But you guys want a golf bet. There's my golf bet. There's our golf sweat for a PGA championship Sunday for a major. Okay. So to recap the plays, Lakers Suns under 213. Nick's first half laying a half a point. Brooks Kepko over Phil Mickelson for the fourth round, final round. And St. Louis on the money line as a hedge off of the Colorado game. As to where we are with Colorado taking uh, the sweep, potentially, if they win it, if they don't win it, St. Louis comes back and wins a half a unit for us. Quarter unit bet going on that for St. Louis at plus 192. Those were our plays for a Sunday in the Discord channel. You guys can get in there by going to bettingpros.com slash chat. Or if you're watching on YouTube, there's a link right underneath me and you guys can click on it to get in. We have about 6,500 people or so that have been in the Discord channel. Want to keep on growing that community, make it bigger and bigger and better. It's a ton of fun. I hang out in the Daily Juice channel, but people go to all sorts of different channels all throughout baseball, basketball, football, whatever. If you're like, Matt, you're not betting baseball. Okay, go to the Discord channel and see what other people are. I mean, we have people who post their picks all the time for baseball. I'm just not a fan of baseball. (laughs) Betting on baseball right now, me and you. We're not friends right now. No, not yet. 
I may have a personal player too. I do post my personal plays on the Discord channel as well. You can fade or follow those depending on what you like to do. But the official plays are out here today for the Daily Juice. My name is Matt Peralt. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Every morning, it's the Daily Juice podcast right here on bettingpros.com. Brought to you by BetMGM. BetMGM.